Soccer FM is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and is in association with pieandbovro.com. Hello and welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's funniest football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. Coming up on this week's show, we catch up with a Scott abroad. I will laugh at Wraith Rovers. We've got teams around the world <laughs> and we'll look ahead to the final weekend of the SPFL. Ray Bradshaw, how are you, my friend? I'm very well, mate, but not as good as I think you will be. Oh, Kevin. it's a great weekend, <laughs> isn't it? Lovely stuff. Uh, we will get to Wraith Rovers and their hilarities yeah. a wee bit later on. But yeah, how's your weekend? Been up to much? Anything exciting? Uh, just gigging and I went out drinking with my mates on Friday night and went big yeah like did very you big yeah had to talk what are we mess. talking are we talking uh, pints are we talking shots uh, pints lots of pints I, we're in Alison Arms on the south side and they're oh the... I love it in there mate it's phenomenal it's isn't it? a great pub yeah have, have you had their erotic beer no I, I'm not into wanky beers I just no like mate it's just it's, it's a lager but with a picture of tits in the front. All oh, right, okay. That's it. Right, okay. Right, okay. <laughs> so like, oh, the lads like lagging might, tits. Might, <laughs> yeah, I might try that. That's a yeah. great wee pop though. Yeah, yeah it's I often go there before the Scotland games. Actually, ah, uh, so. it's good for that. Yeah, we uh, watched Celtic Aberdeen in there. Right, okay, so, nice one. Did that and then uh, just gigging last night and gigging again tonight. What about you? How was your weekend? Uh, fine. Yeah, sort of just uh, dotted about yesterday. Didn't do much, obviously. Don't feel not playing, so uh, don't have much on. And uh, oh, I've got a horrific story about going to a cafe this morning. Right. Do you want me to tell you that? I go for. Where was it? Right, it was in the West End of Glasgow. Mistake number one there. Right. And uh, it was... Got there at half past 12. It was quite busy. So they were like, oh, just take a wee seat at the bar. We'll get you seated as quickly as possible. Right, okay, that's fine. So anyway, 21, 20 minutes later, still not got one. Eventually, come across, give us a table. And they, we had our menus in front of us, so they didn't take our order as soon as we sat yeah. down. Okay, right, yeah. so we'd been waiting for 20 minutes. We obviously knew what we had. Uh, or when you, what were you getting? Again. What were you getting? Uh, I was going for Eggs Benedict. Oh, you're right? such a wank. Then, uh, about 45 minutes later, still no food. Oh. So, raging. Starving and raging at the same time. Total hangry. And I said to the guy, listen, um, where's the food? How, how long is this food going to be? Because it was getting to the stage where... I have to do this podcast at some yeah. point as well. So, <laughs> and I need to eat. And I was meeting my pal in town and all the rest of it. So he was like, right, okay, I'll just go and check. And he was like, oh, it's going to be another five, ten minutes. I was like, right, okay, fine. Right, just get here as soon as possible. Yeah. Then it arrives. And uh, mine's is fine. Take one bite of it. Hers has a big, massive hair in it. Oh. So at that point, I went, nah. Just bolted? Bolted. Well, nah, not even paying for anything. Get the fuck out. What did they say? Well, I was like, there's a massive hair in the food, mate. Like, she was like, oh, I'm, re- I'm really sorry about that. We'll take it back and get it made again. I was like, no, nah. <laughs> I'm off ski. Where'd you go instead? Uh, I actually, I didn't eat. And then I ended up going to a Japanese place in town. So about an hour ago. Did you go to Nippon Kitchen again? I went to Nippon Kitchen Mate, we, you always go there. It's very good. Well, and the it? service is good as well. Yeah, it is. It just, it frustrates the life out of me. Like, why... They're just sort of all floating about. It's one of these sort of, you know, West End places. And, you know, we grow our own coffee beans and there are Arabica <laughs> beans. And, you know, they're really good because they're, like, good to the environment and things. Mate, as a Partick Thistle fan, I think that's very offensive. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> this is basically the entire Partick season ticket holders I'm, <laughs> I'm complaining to here. But just, oh, fuck off. Like, absolutely fuck off. I'd happily burn the place down. <laughs> good trip advisor review. <laughs> I, uh, I thought it was weird when we went out for food that day that you got a lemonade. Why? It's not what a grown man orders, is it? <laughs> How? I don't know. I just, no, just, no, no, no. Just to clarify, it was a Sprite or 7-Up or something No, like you that. said lemonade, though. 
Yeah, but we know what know what we mean when we say lemonade. Unless they come across with like fresh lemons and all the rest of it. In which case, I'm like, no, it's like cloudy. Not, not the real stuff. <laughs> I just want Sprite. No, what's wrong with a lemonade? I don't know. It's just a weird thing to order. I like uh, Fanta lemon as well. That's a holiday drink. That's it a holiday is, drink. Is, but I bought it because it was an offer because they've got new bottles. So, Have they? Yeah, but it's all an offer. Nice. And a lot of I remember day. trying to speak Germany, uh, German when I was in Germany and ordering Einen Orangina. <laughs> like, right? like, that's terrible German. Yeah, well, do you know Fanta is originally made in Germany? Is it not like a Nazi juice? Cause yeah, like... because basically they couldn't get uh, the stuff to make Coca-Cola. And uh, Hitler was like, I want something else to keep the people happy. And they made Fanta. But ironically, he hated gingers as well. He did, yeah. Anything, yeah. It wasn't a, an Aryan drink, was it? No. So, also... And also, Fanta tastes different abroad. It's more orange than it is here. I know we're only Fanta Orange now as opposed to Fanta <laughs> Lemon. But uh, Fanta Orange does taste different abroad. It's more orangey. Can we get a time clock? How long have we done so far? Wait there. We have done... Oh. <laughs> A good five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations if you've made it this far. Yeah, well done. Uh, well done. You're going to find out the secrets of why Waythrovers get relegated now. Yes, exactly. No, well, let's start in the That's a strong start, by the way. That uh, was a strong start. Uh, and uh, an equally strong start for Celtic on Friday night. <laughs> yes! Yes! I knew it was going somewhere. Uh, so, I it was, actually, in all seriousness. What um, a start by mate. Celtic. Like, tornado. Uh, like I said, we were going to Alison Arms. I live in the South Side. My mates live in the West End. So, went to meet in the train station. They got on the wrong train. And by the time we got to the pub, it was 3-1. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? I was standing on the train station platform waiting on them. They just bang, bang, bang. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, I mean, it was it was incredible. And uh, that just shows you how good Celtic are compared with yeah. everyone else. Because thought- Aberdeen are by far and away the second best team in the country. Yeah. And they absolutely disposed of them in the first 10 minutes. But I know what you're going to say. Aberdeen, Aberdeen came back and played really well. So, particularly second half. How many times is Craig Gordon going to be allowed to absolutely fucking nail someone? You know what, right? I don't think it was a penalty. Oh, no, it definitely was. I don't think it was. But I, I know what you mean. Like, see, when you're playing... Like, Shinny was getting nowhere near that ball. But he gets the touch on it and he can't go to try get it because Gordon nails him. Yeah, I mean, there was. I, I thought it was just a collision. I thought the referee got it right. No. There you go. Well, he's got... I think also Gordon's got previous because... Was it Aloha they played in the cup when yeah, he absolutely hadouken someone? Yeah, he did. But that's that's got no bearing on Friday night. Also, see, when I went to make my point, I hit my hands together and I accidentally punched myself in the balls oh. and it's fucking agony. What a start it's been. What a start. I feel sick. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll just get Craig Gordon into Paul action in a second. So, uh, yeah, so it was, a, it was a good win for Celtic. 3-1 three, three in the end. Aberdeen couldn't make the breakthrough yeah, in the second half. I th- but I think it makes it tasty for the cup final. I was going to say, the cup final is going to be a belter. Yeah. Um, I thought Aberdeen were much the better side. Um, I lacked a bit of cutting edge I, I really enjoyed Shea Logan throwing the ball off Lee Griffiths' head when he watched the referee turn away and then yeah. Griffiths going absolutely taunto at him yeah part of me was just like mm, don't really want Griffiths sent off though because I want him to be in decent form but the first time Scotland, Scotland yeah. game comes so. and then Logan didn't get booked for that no but absolutely nailed someone in the 91st minute to make sure he got a booking yes he did Yeah. so listen it's going to be a tasty cup final I think in a couple of Death weeks time is. and uh, so long as Celtic don't start like a train it might be quite close as well so we might actually get a game out of it uh, elsewhere in the top six St Johnston secured another European place well done to St Johnston Tommy Wright and all the boys there uh, that's five years out of six they have been in Europe it's amazing brilliant stuff that's amazing and I saw today um, they reckon they only really need Three new players because they're only they're projecting that they're only really going to lose uh, Danny Swanson. Really, so Tommy Wright was saying we just need three players. That's good. That's incredible, and that's a squad because I've made this point a couple of times. You've got the likes of Chris Miller and Stephen Anderson who combined have got 
700 games for St Johnson. Mm-hmm. So they've got that stability. And even now, uh, I think Alan Manis might be leaving, who has been dropped to number two, and Xander Clark has been number one. So uh, going that way, um, I just think the way they've built their squad is so good. Why? And it's actually the way I thought Hearts was, we're going to do it until Cathal came in and bought 24 players. Yeah, why is Alan Archibald, albeit he's done a great job, why is he being linked with numerous jobs down south now, but yet Tommy Wright isn't? That's a good point. Um, I don't I don't really know the answer. I think Tommy Wright um, is mostly... I think he might go into the international scene, Tommy Wright. Go to Northern uh, Ireland? Yeah, I think he'll probably be Northern Ireland's next manager. Um, and I think maybe Alan Archibald's flavour of the month just now for the job yeah, he's done. I think it's to do with our hair. Right? Think so? Because Why, Alan, Ar- Alan Archibald was bald for yeah. as long as I can remember. Yeah. And now has a wonderful mane of hair. Yep. Yeah, Scott Patterson gave him it. Uh, well, yeah. obviously, just sort it's of fell of off on his head, yeah. yeah. And then Tommy Wright dyes his hair and it looks shit. Right, okay. So that's why I think that they're not getting the. Have you ever well, thought about working for The Guardian? Like uh, these kind of articles could yeah. really. <laughs> Listen, they go viral. They go viral. <laughs> uh, but no, in all seriousness, uh, well done to Tommy Wright. Anson yeah. Johnson, a terrific job he's done up there. Uh, they will be playing in Europe next season. Uh, elsewhere in the top six, Rangers versus Hearts. It was the early game on Saturday. It was good. It wasn't very good, was it? And uh, was it a red card for Prince Bobbin, what do you think? Mm, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, I think so. And I also thought, the I watched the first 50 minutes of the second half was quite exciting because the way... Hart set up just to capitalise on the counter attack, and they got the second. Uh, they got their goal, and Rangers defending is abysmal. Let's yeah. make no qualms about it. And they're getting rid of Clint Hills, who <laughs> yeah. has been their best defender. Do you know Philip Zendros is on? I think it's eighteen grand a week. That's about eighteen grand more than I'd pay him. Yeah, and he's had four starts. <laughs> really? Yeah, four <laughs> starts, and he gets sent off in his debut. Mark Warburton's such a diddy, yeah. isn't he? Uh, he really is. When you look at that kind of defender, and he brought in Rob Kiernan, yeah. Danny Wilson, so you're thinking. They're going to be a big change around. Lee Hodson was back in the squad. I'm a big fan of his. I think he's decent. Miles Bierman was in the bench after his Maltese passport fiasco. Yeah, I mean, what I would say is if Lee Hodson is the sort of player that Rangers are aspiring to, they're in yeah. fucking trouble. Yeah. He's all right. He's decent. He's solid. He'll give you 100%, though. Yeah, but I mean, so would a Doug. <laughs> like you could play a you could play a collie at left back. A collie would, but if I'm talking, we we need to specify. Yeah, a collie give you 100 percent left back. Spaniels, yes, yeah. absolutely 100. You're not going to play a pick and ease at left back. You're not. They're the number good. ten. Number Aye, ten exactly. in the striker. A great Dane, probably just stroll a bit. Goalie, yeah, goalie. I think. Yeah. Or centre half. Talking talk of goalies, uh, Victor Noring. Uh, have you seen their second goal? I haven't. Oh, the ball comes in and it's an easy catch, and he punches it. But he punches mm-hmm. it up in the air, and then the second time he goes to punch it, he punches it straight to Barry McKay. Barry McKay scores. Good. It's terrible. Good. Yeah. And that was his debut. Oh well, well done to him. Because so, yeah, Jack Hamilton made some cock ups. Where do Hearts and Rangers go from here? They're both the transfer window. Yeah. Quite badly. <laughs> how many players do you think Rangers need, and how many players do you think Hearts need? I wouldn't be surprised if Rangers sign maybe ten players. Yep. This transfer window. I would be inclined to agree with you. With Hearts, I don't think they'll sign that many because they'll sign players in January who have just come in and uh, like Mallory Martin and all the rest of it. Yeah, he's, Aaron Hughes, he's extended his contract. Yeah, and uh, Christoph Berra, they signed this week mm-hmm. as well, uh, which is a decent signing. So really good I, signing. I think there'll be less movement at Hearts. It'll just be a case of, you know, this is what's happening yep. next season. I have to say, for me, Kashinia is still flattering to deceive. I've yep. not seen anything that makes them better in the last few weeks if anything than Warburton than even Murty I think Murty the way he was setting the team up towards the end against the old firm um, and stuff like that 
I know he took a bit to find his feet, but he was getting better results. Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Because you look at this, Rangers starting 11 from yesterday. Fordingham, I think they'll keep. Tavernier, yep. uh, Tavernier, whatever he's called, they'll probably keep. Bates, they'll probably try punt on loan. Hills away. Hodgson, they'll probably keep. Holt is quite shite. Uh, <laughs> Terrell is away back to Arsenal, randomly. Yeah. Uh, Miller, he's got another contract. Windass, he's going to go to Nando's. Yep. Uh, Barry Mackay, I think he might go. Yeah, because they might get a wee bit of money for him. Yeah, and, a couple of million. And Joe Garner's probably going to Barlini. Yeah, he is. I that's, hate him. Yeah, that's not a great starting 11, no. really, is it? That's and you look terrible. at the bench, the only really ones that stand out are Joe Dudu, Halliday, who is oh, an absolute idiot. Yeah. And Martin Waghorn. Yeah, Martin Waghorn, yeah, another absolute knucklehead. Like just That's their that, main squad players. Yeah, that's the, there's a big clear out needed at Rangers uh, over the summer. And uh, yeah, I think we'll keep an eye on that. Obviously, still a couple of games to go. They'll be looking to finish with another couple of wins. Yeah. Um, and it was 2-1 to Rangers yesterday. I Ibrox, we mustn't forget that. In the bottom six are... Inverness doomed after that loss yesterday. I'd probably say so, yeah. Yeah, so obviously Um, 2-1 to Kilmarnock it was at Rugby Park. Inverness, four points adrift at the bottom. It's not mathematically impossible, but they could be relegated during the week. Yeah, they're definitely in the playoffs. Okay, yeah. Definitely in the playoffs now. Um, First of all, before we go there, I think Lee McCulloch's done a great job. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. Um, I don't think he's, he's... had many losses and I think it's only been a handful and uh, yeah they're sitting pretty uh, just behind Partick Thistle on 41 points do you yeah. think they'll overtake you? I really hope not but yeah, yeah. probably yeah I would uh, imagine they would yeah. what I found interesting this week was Lee McCulloch has moved because they've got the the 4G Astro pitch down at Kelly now mm-hmm. so they train on that as well Yeah, and see for training he's moved them into the away dressing room because he wants the home dressing room to be a treat on a match day Right. So I think he's obviously believing in this psychology thing. It's uh, taking a step back, and it's not the kind of Lee McCulloch decision. I thought he'd be. Yeah, no. I thought he'd be like just going to smash him. Yeah. Like long <laughs> ball, head it on. Still at half time. Yeah. I'll play centre half or left mid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, forty-one points. You can't argue with that. They're no. well clear and well safe. Uh, same obviously goes uh, for Ross County as well. Yeah. Uh, they drew yesterday. Yeah. And I think I read something like this is Kilmarnock's twenty-fifth season in the top flight in a row. Wow. Which for a club of their size, I mean, obviously well, yeah. they're not getting the fans in that they. Well, look at looking at league just now. Obviously, you know, um, obviously Celtic, Aberdeen, some, uh, Hearts. No, in fact, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Celtic, Aberdeen, Kilmarnock. That's it, and that's it. The rest of the teams have all been relegated in the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Well done, to Kilmarnock. That's amazing when you think about that. Actually, yeah, Motherwell. They should have been relegated twice. Yeah, well, that is true. Yeah, Motherwell have finished bottom on a couple of occasions, but technically haven't gone down. So there's four teams out of the twelve that haven't been relegated. So yeah, that's quite impressive, I guess. So uh, well done to Lee McCulloch and Colmar. Yep. Another and, season in the top flight. And Inverness, I think they could live to regret uh, appointing Richie Foran. He came out and said Inverness were the better side, and everyone who's at the game disagreed with him. So, right. <laughs> and at least he's not got another two years on his contract or anything. You know? <laughs> that, that'd be a disaster. Oh no, wait, yeah. Uh, so yeah, not looking good for Inverness. They could be relegated during the week. Uh, elsewhere in the bottom six yesterday, a massive win for Motherwell at New Douglas Park against Hamilton Ackies. Uh, do you think that's Hamilton in the playoffs now? They're only three points uh, behind Motherwell, I guess, but. Um, and they do have a better goal difference, so it could all change. Still got two games to go. Yeah, they've got Ross County away and uh, Dundee at home. So Ross County have nothing to play for, Yep, I would say, but they still have Liam Boyce kicking about and scoring loads of goals. And uh, Dundee at home 
who mm, are pretty much safe, I would say. Yeah, they need a point. Yeah. Need a point to be safe, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just think, I mean, I said, I've said i said for the last few weeks, I think Hamilton will struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, we were talking about this in the pub the other night. People are saying Martin Canning's done a good job. I don't think he has. Well, he's obviously I, I, working with very limited resources. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's obviously been asked to bring through a lot of younger players. I think. What I would say about Hamilton Nackies, I think that they're probably in a better position if they get relegated than what Motherwell would be. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. And it's um, really interesting to see when you look at the Hamilton team. David Templeton came on for them yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. I forgot he'd gone there. Yeah, he signed with them a couple of months ago. Yeah. Who would not- have thought David Templeton and Massimo Donati would be? Uh, Hamilton, like, do you know what a throwback that is know, to 2009. Uh, and also, I think one thing that's quite worrying for Hamilton is Mikey Devlin, the captain, got in a bit of an altercation with fans after the game yesterday. Yeah, I did see that. He's uh, involving his family in that. Yeah, so essentially, someone was shouting else. at him. He came back and shouted at him. His da screwed up to the guy, and then his sister started crying. His yeah. sister was up visiting from London, which was an unnecessary piece in the article, I felt. Yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Uh, so that's not very nice. Don't like to see that. But uh, yeah, it's not looking very good for Hamilton and Motherwell. A massive win for them uh, against the Aki's yesterday. And the point you made of them potentially being more equipped for the championship is also true. I think they're more equipped than Inverness will be as well. Yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see about Inverness. Obviously, the last time Inverness went down, they came straight back up. That was under Terry Butcher. So uh, we'll need to see what happens over the next week or so. And as we mentioned there, uh, Dundee versus Ross County, that ended in a draw. Still unbeaten under Neil McCann. I don't understand it. The mag- magic man, Neil McCann. There he is. I so hate it. So uh, seven and, points uh, from three. And Liam Boyce scores again. I know, I know. He's he's definitely due off. a move, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my thing about this game is, do you see who scored for Dundee? No. Darren O'D penalty. Oh, yeah. yeah Why is he that? taking pens? I don't know. I said that in my to my mate's group chat yesterday. I was like, yeah, Darren O'D always clinical for the penalty spot. No idea why he was taking it. It must have been a bet or something. So uh, I loved it. Uh, also, have you seen it yet? No. And off the bar. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so I so just said a half penalty. What a guy. What a guy. So there, Darren O'Dea scores penalties and it uh, looks like Dundee are safe for another year. Yeah. And uh, McCann will be staying on, I would imagine, as a full-time manager. Yeah. If you get um, the chance, I would highly recommend looking at the BBC Sport uh, review of the Dundee game mm-hmm. because it's got a picture of Darren O'Dea celebrating with the fans uh, after he scores his penalty and they are going mental and he looks like he's saying please do not touch me. Yeah. In any way, he's like trying to be close to them, but not yeah. actually have any contact because he was like, I'm not. Maybe they'd already been booked. No. Well, maybe actually, let's check. Yeah. Maybe I can that check was that. the case, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he had. This? Hey. Told you. I might get booked for that, but yeah, I don't know. Aye, maybe, maybe. Uh, so yeah, that is the Premiership all sort of done and dusted for this weekend. There's still two rounds of fixtures to go. We'll get to them a wee bit later on in the show. Damn it, get booked for excessive celebrating. Well, there you go. Uh, so that was, that's a nonsense. Absolute nonsense. And uh, the playoffs started yesterday. Big fan start, of the, the playoffs. Second, the, Much heightened chance of a keeper coming up for a corner. Yeah, that is true. That Mint is it. true. They often do come up. And uh, where, we'll, where should we start? Is there any we'll playoff with, game that we'll, you enjoy? No, more? no, no. We'll do it in order. We'll start with the Premiership uh, playoff. Okay. So obviously it was Dundee United managed to get past Morton. Yeah. Uh, during the week there, quite and comfortably. Quite comfortably. End, comfortably. Would you make Dundee United favourites to go up? Uh, I think over Falkirk, yes, but it depends which Premiership team they're going to play. What about the signings of James Keatons and Billy King for the for next season? Decent. Good. Good signings. I'm a big fan of James Keating. Yeah, he's, he's done the job wherever he has been. 
And he's not played that regularly. I'm led to believe Dunfermline were very close to signing. Oh, really? Oh. They chose Dundee United. But I would go. choose Dundee United. Though. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Dundee United versus Falkirk. That is happening on Tuesday. So we'll hear more about that uh, in the next podcast that we do. And let's get to the bottom of the well, championship. Just, just before we go there. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, well, sure? yeah, I'm trying to keep you away from it as long as possible. Sure? Martin, 5-1, do you think? Did you see that coming? And also, do you think they maybe just petered out a little bit? Too? I think, yeah, Morton are done. Like, I think next season they'll be struggling against relegation. That's my prediction. Okay, Jim Duffy, Jenkins is the new Scotland manager? No, absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> Everything I've said about Jim Duffy has come true. Well done. <laughs> uh, so no, listen, Morton have had a great season. They finished fourth, but yep. I think they've overachieved and I think next season they'll struggle. That's, yep. that's my prediction. Uh, they've just completely petered out over the past couple of months. And also, he did that thing of resting players and bringing them back I in. don't like that. So, yeah, I, don't, I think it's backfired a wee bit. Dundee United have kind of had no choice but to play whoever they've got because they've had lots of injuries and all the rest of it. And it's sort of paid off for them. They've not been playing particularly well, but they're scraping through, they're winning. And uh, hopefully they beat Falkirk because that would make me very <laughs> happy. Just like yesterday made me very happy as well because Wraith Rovers managed to blow it spectacularly against Brechin. And first of all, before we go any further... Well done to Brechin. Yeah, That's them in the playoff final. Obviously, fourth team in League One playing against the Championship, second bottom team. It's always going to be hard, setting leg away from home. Well done to them. That's them in the final against Aloha. But, Wraith Rovers, what a shambles. Yeah, well, where do you want to start? First of all, can I say that this podcast has ruined my life because the minute I saw this result, I thought of you. Yeah. That was exactly <laughs> what I thought. Hey, I thought about you having a massive erection what, for the next four what weeks. What sort of laugh do you think? That you doing, did. I was doing yesterday. Silent, silent, but throwing your head back. What about this one? Why did you climax at the end? Was it that one or was it this one? Is it that one? Or was it this one? <laughs> 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 I'll be honest. Uh, oh, was that this one? Right, okay, go for more. <laughs> that one. That one. Yeah, that, I think that's the one. I like that one. Uh, if you're, uh, <laughs> keep going on. There we go. That's if you're a Wraith Rovers fan, I apologise for that. Mainly because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mainly because uh, I was late to the studio today uh-huh. and I guarantee that's what you sat and did for 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> oh, just drink it in <laughs> lovely stuff <sighs> and there he is that's John Hughes sacked there <laughs> Uh, as manager of Race Rovers. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, though, um, enough of that. Uh, wait, no, actually not. <laughs> Just a wee one. Uh, no, John Hughes is away. Uh, absolute disaster for Race Rovers. Well, there's, there's been rumours coming out of Race Rovers for the last six, ten yes. weeks. Yes, there has. Passing but... about, um, about a lot of player unrest, about uh, things going on behind the scenes. Uh, maybe John Hughes is not the most popular. And also... John Hughes slagging his players off at every given opportunity. Apart from before the match yesterday. Was he building them up? Yeah, building them up. Oh, saying, yeah, they're a good bunch of lads and all these stuff. Like, it's just, like, I, I think Hughes is, uh, he's trying to deflect the, the, a lot of the blame on the players, which undoubtedly there is. But, come on. I mean, they were, they were something like, you know. 19 points ahead of St Mirren. There we go. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. I think John Hughes has done a disastrous job there. 
and a lot of the players should be ashamed of themselves as well and a lot of them will find it hard to get teams I'd imagine yep. after that especially but, if what people have been saying are true yeah exactly uh, there's been a lot of uh, stuff going on behind the scenes that's uh, not been helpful as well I believe there's a big meeting on Tuesday uh, to decide some of the players futures there was a lot of rumours yesterday that the players have been told the lot can leave you can leave even if you're under contract cheerio don't want you which might suggest that they're going part time next season that's what rang my bells there yet yeah 100% uh, and I like ringing your bells right <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah so there's a big meeting on Tuesday chat this morning that Darren Young is the yeah. bookie's favourite to take uh, well over. I've got him as a Facebook friend and there's nothing happening on his Facebook page yet right I okay. might I was going to message him but poke I'd, him I'd, I'd, yeah well I'd do that anyway yeah. but I don't want him to block us because then if he does get the manager job then I can message him saying can you come for an interview please that, that is very true so that's, so, that's how we do it yeah <laughs> so, so uh, yeah uh, absolutely I would, I would not be surprised and I think that'd be a good appointment for them desperate times for Wraith Rovers <laughs> Like you were saying, uh, Buchan, well done for everything they did. But that's a part-time team coming back, scoring late. In Twice. Ex- in extra time yeah, to yeah. take the game to penalties, which really makes me doubt John Hughes. Yeah, oh, I think so. I think so as well. Like He, he, like made, a tri- he, he did made a, made a triple substitution yesterday, John Hughes. Did he? Yeah, it worked out well. So, yeah, 14 penalties it was to break in. Elsewhere, the Championship playoffs, it was another penalty shout, and it was 4-3 again, uh, this time to Aloha. They won 1-0 on the day, which made it 1-0 on aggregate, and that means that Aloha will now play Brechin uh, for a chance to be in next year's Championship. We did tip Aloha last week, yeah, didn't we? Did. we? Yep. So um, we're going to stick with that, I think. And uh, that would be a right-back, bounce-back promotion for them yeah. after getting relegated last year it's quite interesting the difference in the two player games I think we'll see that later on as well that one was quite a cagey affair very back to the wall whereas the other one both teams just go for it yeah um, and I thought Airdrie in the first leg to win 1-0 at home to take to Aloha I thought that might have been good enough to be honest mm-hmm. yeah, maybe sneak but, a draw well it did look for long long spells yesterday and then Aloha but managed to get the goal yeah the and John time. Robertson uh, who scored the goal for Aloha, uh, Aloha yesterday scored an absolute belter nice one uh, Aloha also hit the post um, during extra time as well so a bit more cagey but I suppose Aloha did finish 10 points ahead of Air, uh, Airdrie so yeah it's sort kind of had the quality throughout the season yeah I think so uh, so Aloha versus breaking first leg during the week we'll talk more about that in a wee bit uh, later on in yeah. the show Peterhead uh, beat Montrose yesterday and Forfar beat Aaron so that is the final uh, of the League 1 playoff and uh, comfortable for Peterhead in the end uh, so they're through there obviously the uh, League 1 side yeah. Forfar who missed out on the league last week to Dick Campbell's Arbroath <laughs> had they got that result that they got yesterday against Annan, they would have been promoted won the and won the league already. Yeah. So, uh, so Agrets get score for four for they beat Annan six four. At one point in this tie, Annan were two 0 up on aggregate. Yeah, that's not ideal. That's not ideal at all. Bit of a collapse uh, from Annan and four for uh, progress into the final. So again, first leg of that during the week and uh, the second leg next weekend. Uh, and when I was looking through um, the scores. See the fact if you're going to get playoff finals uh, involving Peterhead and Forfar before even looking at it, I could have guaranteed that Gavin Swanky <laughs> and Rory McAllister would have scored and both got a brace. Well, you say that, but Gavin Swanky hasn't had that a great season. No, but he's he's he, only scored five or six goals. I know, but if you, if someone said to me, even if I didn't know who was playing, they said who scored in the League Two playoff, yeah. I'd go up uh, probably Gavin Swanky. Yeah. 
and and Rory McAllister. Rory McAllister, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So uh, on, on the other hand, Rory McAllister has had another amazing season. Twi- He's got twenty odd goals, twenty five. Yeah, so well done, Gavin, so, Gavin Swank is on eight. Yeah, not ideal. So there we go. That is the final of the League One playoff, League Two playoff. First leg of that was yesterday. East Kilbride now, Cowdenbeath now. Cowdenbeath missed a late penalty. Yeah. I just thought you were going to do a laughing sound again. No, no, no. Okay, you've been you've been no, serious no. for this one. No, I'm just I don't want to attempt fate. Ah, uh, okay. Right. So uh, when it's done, Kevin Beath will get a laugh. Yeah, I spoke but, to a, a journalist friend who was at the game yesterday and said East Coast dominated it, and uh, Matt McGinley's save for the penalty it was a very good save, but the it was a handball after a Fabio Capuano. Doesn't sound like an East Coast player. Doesn't, doesn't it? sound like somebody who stays in East Coast. Right? No. There you go. Um, a handball so they said it was quite a soft penalty but a decent save from the keeper and uh, East Kilbride looked the better team well there you go second leg of that is at Cowdenbeath next Saturday that is going to be a big one to the side uh, who will be in league football next season yeah. if Gary Locke can get two relegations on his CV in the one season wouldn't that be amazing you would love that I would absolutely love that but for now this is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw Time for another Where Are They Now on Soccer FM. Something slightly different this week. We know where this guy is. He's actually been in the news over the past couple of weeks. It's Ziggy Gordon. He's playing his trade out in Poland. How are you, Ziggy? Oh, good. How are you guys? Yeah, very well. So, uh, Ray, you're an expert when it comes to pronouncing uh, teams from uh, foreign places. So, on you go. Jagiellonia Bialystok? Jagiellonia Bialystok. So, yeah, I think you got the Jagiellonia wrong, but the Bialystok was perfect. Hey. There we go. That's yeah. not too bad. That's so. Uh, listen, Ziggy. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen, how are things going out in Poland then? So far, so good. Uh, we're still top of the league. Fortunately, we had a, a bit of a poor result uh, last game. We drew one each with Corona away. Uh, but we're still going for the championship. Um so yeah, it's a big two weeks for us. Um, five games to go, and uh, every 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 point's a prisoner right now. And how is it the thought of going on to potentially playing the Champions League? I'm trying not to think about it because it's it was, it's just crazy to think. You know, last year I was fighting relegation in uh, Hamonakis, and this year I've got a prospect of you know playing the Champions League against the the best teams in the world. Something you dream of as a little kid. I know it's a cliche, but it, it really is. Uh, sometimes I need to pinch myself, but. That's, that's early days now. As I said, it's, it's a massive two weeks for, for myself and the club. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that if, if and when we get there. That's such a football answer. I love it. <laughs> uh, what's it, what, what is it like? Because you've obviously... I did say it was a cliche, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah you did, mate, to be fair, yeah. What's it like when you're coming over? Because obviously, uh, you know I'm a Thistle fan, so you've you've come from Far Hill, where we've got a reputation for having quite middle-class fans, and you're going over to Poland, uh, where the reputation of the fans is a bit... Um, a bit extreme, shall we say? Have you? How are you finding? How are you Crazy. finding the atmospheres out there? Unbelievable. Um, I don't like talking about my first my first game for for Jagiellonia because it was it was an absolute horror show. Was it? Uh, <laughs> we playing. Uh, we we're playing in Lekia Gdansk and it was minus fifteen degrees. Now I've never played in that conditions in my life. It was so cold that we could even warm up before the game. And I was a substitute, so we couldn't even warm up at half time. It was that cold. <laughs> um, so I hadn't I hadn't touched the ball. And the crowd were insane, like so aggressive. Now I've played in front of fifty-five thousand people at Ibrox, and you know, fifty, fifty-five thousand, sixty thousand people at Celtic Park, and it's a completely different atmosphere. Um, you know, it, it's impossible to be unfazed by it because they're so aggressive. 
they all speak in tandem, so every you can hear just one big noise uh, reflecting <laughs> probably your poor performance. Um, and then, you know, half an hour, the game had to be stopped because there was flares and fires in the pitch and stuff like this. Now, I'm used to playing, you know, at New Douglas Park in front of maybe 2,000, 2,500 <laughs> people and maybe 4,500 people if you're lucky. And you go here and, and your first game's in front of, you know, 20, 22,000 of mental supporters. Um and I came on and uh, I gave her a penalty. So that was <laughs> a nightmare. Yeah. I, that was a nightmare. So that took me a, a while to get used to. And then, you know, fortunate enough, the, the coach, you know, put me in. And, and ever since then, I've kind of kept my place and been doing, been doing well so far. Um, results have, have uh, mirrored that as well. So I suppose... It's, it's, it's honestly, it's crazy. I suppose when it's minus 15, you're kind of praying for a flare or something <laughs> like that just to warm you up a little bit. <laughs> You could say that, but honestly, all I wanted to do is get back in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and see how you're saying, obviously, uh, you're on your mum's side comes from Poland, I believe. Can can you speak Polish? And therefore, can you hear what the, the people are saying about you, the supporters are saying? Actually, I think, it, thank goodness, I don't know what they're saying. I think it's a kind of an advantage. I don't know what they're saying, especially when the coach, because uh, co- we've got a brilliant coach here, but he can, at times he can be quite mental. So sometimes when he's, Showing that aggression at me, for instance, I think it's best that I don't know what he's saying. Yeah, because I was saying to Stephen that um, I was looking through because obviously we, I remember you get linked. Um, I should point out that Ziggy was a few years below me in school, so we've kind of known each other for a while. So when you see right. players get linked, and I know you get linked with uh, Jagger Leonard Bellastock, I nailed it that time, um, a couple of years ago, but didn't uh-huh. move out. Um, and then you moved out this time. I was wondering about the language barrier, and I looked down to see that the only other that I could find potentially native English speaker in your squad is Killian Sheridan. Yeah, but to be fair, I mean, it, this kind of just shows how lazy we are. I think in, in, in the UK, I mean, everyone here from Estonia, Russia, Latvia, you know, they all, and can I just say, they all play for the national teams here. Like, the, the standard's just incredible. We've got we've got the Estonian captain here. We've got the Lithuanian captain here. We've got loads loads of international players who have played at top level, um, you know, in European Championships and World Cups. But they all speak English, so it's really it's no bother at all. Yeah, and what is so essentially you're playing for Hearts in 2004, pretty much. If you've got all the Lithuanians and Estonians, it's exactly <laughs> I, the same thing. I mean, well, we've got we've we've got Novakovas who played for Hearts. Oh, uh, only five years ago. Ah, I remember him. And uh, Novakovas, he's He's a brilliant player, absolutely terrific. Um, and he, I speak to him still. He still asks me about, you know, hearts and stuff. Because um, obviously he played there and he, and he said he, he loved uh, Edinburgh so much. He would go back, but quite honestly, I don't know if hearts could get him at the moment. He's he's, he's playing so well. And obviously, right, we're going to ask you because you've been in the news last week because uh, you got shafted uh, in an interview because you were because <laughs> you were saying about um, the standard of coaching. And you were just saying it was a bit more uh, meticulous, maybe, in how you were practicing indirect free kicks and training and stuff like that. Whereas um, the headlines that ran were talking about how essentially Scottish football doesn't know anything and all this kind of stuff. So people got their backs up here, but I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So what were you? Yeah, I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't believe it. So what? What? So were you... I, I did. A, I did. A, I did an interview on Skype. Yeah. Um, with the BBC, who can I just say I worked with the BBC and had no problems. Um, you know, good friends with Jonathan Sutherland and the, and the people at BBC. 
but you know when I saw it and when it when I saw it get quoted, you know, on the website, it was just a, it was a totally different interview. Um, and I, I've already raised this with the BBC as well, but uh, as you said, I, I think I did get shafted a wee bit because I never for one moment even questioned the coaching standard of Scottish coaches. If if anything, I I even said that I, had, I was very privileged to have such good coaching apart of Thistle Hamon. All I said was, you know, the ethos I feel here is better. And I think that's reflected in the national team and, you know, how these teams do in Europe. How long How long's your contract? Well, when I signed, um, I signed for six months with an option of three years. Right. Um, I think that was the best thing for me because, you know, I was coming over here. I didn't know anything about the league, didn't know anything about the city. Uh, didn't know it. Didn't really know anything about the club, so I thought that you know that gave me a wee buffer as well. Um, but you know things are going great here, so you know, I'm I'm hoping to to stay here and 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 um, prolong my experience. And listen, obviously you're doing very well in the league, as you mentioned. They're top of the league at the moment, aiming for the Champions League next season as well. And you must have ambitions to try and break into the international scene too. Everyone's got ambitions. Uh, whether or not they're realistic is a different matter. Uh, right now, I'm just uh, trying to play every game. As I said, the standard here is so incredibly high. You know, you've got you've got a strong squad one through you know 25 here. Uh, every player is strong in their own position. So right now, I'm just trying to cement a place, which is. Extremely difficult um, goal. I know it's a boring, boring goal. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, uh, that's just the truth. You could end up playing for Poland. <laughs> I could possibly end up playing for Poland. I mean, I've got a, a Polish passport, which I'm, I'm more happy about the fact that we're leaving the EU and I'll still be in the EU. So, I'm lucky <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's my main concern. Yeah. The, the second concern would be national team. <laughs> yeah, of course, actually, because if you are out playing in Poland. Uh, and we do leave the EU, you're not an EU citizen, so it becomes a different kind of uh, contract kind of thing. I've, yeah, I've we, we actually we had Derek Ray, the commentator from BT on, and he uh, brought this up during the, the Rangers game the other day uh, about Miles Bierman obviously having an EU contract, uh, an EU passport because he's from Malta and all the rest there. It, have you given any thought to that whatsoever, Ziggy? All I know is I'm, a, I'm in an extremely lucky position because I've got a UK and a Polish passport, so I can choose whether to be in the EU or not. <laughs> yeah, and also I look a bit like you, so I've now got a uh, British and a Polish passport, so that's good. You're right, you might need to lose some more hair. Uh, yeah. more I, I thought you were going to say wait there, that was going to cut me to the core there, mate. Yeah. Uh, that was right. Uh, I, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> I, think, I, think here's, I think here's worse because you can always lose weight, but here's, you, know, you can always do a uh, body and, and get more here. To be honest, mate, we're we're both ginger and nearly bald, so it's the it's like a nil nil draw. Uh, but what's what it's I was going to no, it's not. What I was going to ask you about is when you obviously you signed for Thistle, um, you left Hamilton, went to Thistle. Um, so I've got I've got two questions for you. The first one I'm going to ask you is when you came uh, to Thistle, you said you were using it as a stepping stone, and I think that probably put the backs up of um, some Thistle fans just purely because they were wondering why you're doing that. But you've obviously you've moved on to a club that are now potentially top of the league, all that kind of stuff. Um, do you regret saying that or is that something you think it's important to do with the kind of honesty when you sign for a club? If, if I'm totally honest, I mean, th- this question has been asked of me a few times right. and the answer is always going to be the same. I will be honest 100%. You know, I feel like now, what's the point of asking, what's the point of having interviews now? Because I can tell you what people are going to say before they even mention it. Whatever question a football player is asked, I can guarantee I'll know the answer to that question. Why Why are people got their backs up when someone actually tells the truth? And it was nothing 
on par with this at the end. I need to play exceptionally well and do my absolute best to get anywhere. So if anything, you know, Parrot Thistle, if they've got the best interests of their team, should be happy with that. Yeah, so you're saying, like, it's important to be honest. So, like, when we ask you about the Champions League, you just say it's one step at a time <laughs> and you've got to move on. Well, well, what would you prefer me to say? Yeah, I <laughs> You know, I can't. I, do you want? Do you want me to get messages talk for you? I mean, yeah. Come on. <laughs> that's fair. That's the, that's completely the correct answer that I would I have to give you because it is only one set. We're we're one point from fourth place. Is that how close it is? So wow. We're one point from fourth. We've been top of the league whole season, yeah. but you know the teams around us are so strong and they've got far far superior budgets as well. Um, I mean, like at Warsaw, we're in the Champions League, and they're I think they're third place right now. And, you know, they were playing Roma in the Champions League and Real Madrid and all sorts. Um, so it's exceptionally high. A dual athlete, Ziggy. Uh, also a Scottish champion in a different kind of sport. Uh, do you I wouldn't even call it a sport. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't believe That's this. Brave. I couldn't believe Very this when I found this out. Uh, so you are a former Scottish chess junior champion. Yes, correct. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, what? When? When? What age were you? 13. And then, do you ever regret giving it up and going into football? No, because in the situation that I'm in, I'm very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think if you ask anyone, uh, you know, would you want to be a football player? They'll say yes. And you have to say to them, same question, would you like to be a chess champion? They would say no. Don't care. How'd you play? I, listen, you could have been best mates with Gary Kasparov and all that, <laughs> so it could have been amazing. Uh, listen, Ziggy, so uh, you've got five games left until the end of the season. It's As you say, it's very tight. Tell us about the games that you've got coming up. Are there any big ones that we should maybe be looking out for uh, that maybe we can try and stream uh, in a totally legal way uh, and tune in on that? So is there, are there any big games before the end of the season? Obviously, they're all big, but is there any one that stands out? Obviously, the, the big three against Lechia Warsaw, Lech Poznan and uh, Lechia Gdansk, because they are all, all three teams are one point behind us. Yeah, these these games are massive. Um, so yeah, I would, I would say those three. But as as you've already said, every game is important as the next. We really need to 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 win the games at home. They're crucial, and you know, away from home is it's just to get what you can because over here there's. To, two totally different methods of playing. One is playing at home, and, and one playing against. Um, obviously, most teams when you when you go away, because it takes you eight hours to get to most places, so you're already tired, and it's just a totally different scenario than say playing um, at home. So when you go away, you're a bit more gritty. You need to be a bit more defensive. You can't play the way you, you maybe want to play, and even the teams that are at the bottom, they they play such you know exceptional. Uh, playing styles um, it's hard to get the ball off them you know regardless of, of what position they're in so every team can be everyone which is which is so great about this league best of luck uh, for your remaining five games fingers crossed uh, that you can get over the line and uh, secure the title that would be amazing and uh, thanks very much for speaking to us and hopefully speak to you again soon okay pal cheers mate bye bye all the best Yes, that was Where Are They Now on Soccer FM. Remember, if you want to listen back to any of our Where Are They Nows, there's lots of them. Yeah. Uh, check us out on SoundCloud and uh, download the episodes and subscribe on iTunes as well. You'll be able to listen back to all of them there. Uh, some great chat there. It's, it's weird as well, because when we started this, we didn't plan that feature. No, not uh, at all. It all happened because I proposed to Christian Nadi on Twitter. Yeah. And then we just started uh, getting some players. that we And we've got to chat too. 
a lot of absolutely fascinating people. That's why I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Su- and I believe you've already got some people who lined up for next season. Yeah, we've well. got some big internationalists lined up for next season. Yeah. Uh, after bullying someone into drunkenly texting someone the other night. Well, so. there we go. That's how it happens. Uh, so, yeah, any suggestions for where are they now? At Scott Soccer FM on Twitter and also on Facebook as well. You can give us a shout. Just search for Soccer FM in the search bar. We're going to be doing uh, lots of different stuff next season. Uh, not quite sure. Pinned it down yet. We'll let you know when that happens. Just let you know as well. This is the penultimate podcast of yeah. the season. There's not going to be one next week um, because Ray, you're on holiday. Yep. And uh, the following week we will be back on the 28th of May, the Sunday. That is the final review podcast of the season. We're going to be joined by Sun journalist Kenny Miller uh, to go through everything. He's a big Hibs fan as well, so he'll be delighted. And we'll look back across the whole season and look ahead to next as well. But for now, let's do this. It's time for teams around the world. Teams around the world, our weekly glance around the globe. I don't know why I said it like that. That was great. I loved that. Do it again. A a weekly glance (laughs) around the globe. They're Uh, great. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ray, uh, where do we need to start this Uh, Let's start Suriname, uh, because I can't really evolve more on it. Right, Uh, okay. Our boys, Robin Hood, um, in the Suriname Hood Classa. We were playing PVV, who, so it's a top half team like us, playing them. Uh, we won 4-1. Nice. Uh, good results. That's us sitting fourth in the table, 18 games gone, 33 points, four points off the top of the table. Uh, not too bad. Uh, if we go to our boys, our original team around the world, Sold America, uh, we were playing Rubio Nu, okay. who are uh, another Paraguayan league side. We won 1-0. So we're in a great run of form just now. Yeah. We're sitting uh, third in the league, uh, two points off the top, uh, played an extra game, Ruby on you down the bottom half of the table, but again, still ploughing through. We're down to 10 men for a lot of the game. Actually, it looks like two players were sent off for a scrap, oh, uh, which is always what you want. So another great result for uh, Solid America. And I find it fascinating whenever I look at the Paraguayan league because nearly every player is either from Paraguay or a neighbouring South American country. You very rarely get anyone from any other countries. I think in the we league. should become agents and sell some Scottish players to Paraguay. Who'd be the first Chinese player you signed for Scotland, though? Willie! Willie, our boy Willie. Uh, he was playing uh, for <laughs> our third team around the world. It's Shanghai SIPG. We've played two games since then uh, with mixed results. Um, so we were playing Western Sydney Wanderers um, at the SWS, I'll call them. Uh, is that what you call them? Yeah, that's what I call yeah. them. Yeah. Is that not a furniture shop? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, my Bank holiday sale just on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we beat them uh, 3 2. Nice. Uh, no, sorry, we lost 3 2. Oh, um, not my, so com- nice. my computer's crashed, so I'm doing this from memory. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I know that uh, our favourite Chinese player. Willie scored a goal. Yeah. Um, so we won three. Uh, we lost three two there. So that's in the Asian Champions League. I'll find out the table once this computer reboots. Yeah. And then uh, on Saturday we were back to normal league duty and we're playing Tianjin Teda. Okay. Yeah, that's quite good. That was quite that good was an easier one to say. Yeah. Uh, and we won one nil. Uh, Elson scored the goal and you know how we keep on substituting under 23 players we're doing that again uh, yeah it's getting ridiculous now though uh, we're playing Tianjin Teda so we uh, there's a rule you have to play an under 23 player and usually we substitute somewhere between like the 20 and 30 marks that doesn't look suspicious yesterday we subbed our player off after 11 minutes great and their coach obviously thought fuck it I'm doing it and did it in 12 <laughs> <laughs> so That's they both a, just did it what so shambles why have they still got that rule in because this know. is like nearly 
a third of the way through the season and people are still doing it. There's obviously a bit of a standoff. They're just saying like, well, we're not going to change, so we, we're just going to keep on doing this. And also, to be honest, I've read stuff. I wouldn't challenge the Chinese authorities to change a rule or anything well, like that. Well, true, yeah. They'll just fucking run a tank over you or something. So, uh, yeah, that's probably what will happen. <laughs> right. Uh, well, what? That's Listen, you can't argue with facts. That's what that happens. Is, that is true. But I can't believe every David Goodwillie comment I say gets edited out. <laughs> and you... Because mine's are facts too. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, so, uh, we've got other games coming up, probably. Um, but... Um, I, to be honest, we might not do a podcast in two weeks because we're now in a Chinese watch list. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. that was good because uh, our, because our podcast has been hacked. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, I should point out that um, our boys uh, Ziggy's team, uh, Jag- Jagielka, Phil Jagielka, yeah, Phil yeah. Jagielka, Woodstock. Uh, no, so it's actually Jagielona uh, Bialystok. <laughs> okay, we're playing Whistler Krakow the weekend. They won two 0 Kelly and Sharon scored a goal. So we're now down to four games left in the league. Uh, still top of the league. But coming up, we've got uh, they've got huge games against uh, the team who I believe are second, third, fourth, and eighth. But more interestingly enough, we're tied on goal difference with Let Pozan just now. Right. And we play them in the last game of the season. Oh, that's going to be a big one. So that's going to be an interesting one. Do you want to get Ziggy back on and have a wee chat about that? Uh, the last game of the season is 6th of June and I won't be seeing you then because we'll be done for the season. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll be off on holiday. Uh, well, are we going on holiday together? Uh, we are going on holiday. Where, do you want to go on holiday? Where would you want to go? Where would you want to take me on holiday if I was your bird? Where would you uh, take me? What do you mean by take? Uh, just take me somewhere on holiday. You know, uh, on I holiday. Would, <laughs> uh, genuinely, I would go to either Suriname, Paraguay, or China and watch one of the teams. That would be amazing, actually. Who would you choose out of the three? Have you got a favourite? Oh, Suriname, because it's in the Caribbean or that neck of the woods. Right, I'll go on Skyscanner and see how much flights are to Suriname. What's even the capital of Suriname? Have we even done that sort of research? What do you mean, we? It's me. Well, yeah, that's what I mean by we. Uh, <laughs> I mean the you. capital of Suriname is... Um, Since in, in sort of... Instead oh, we, of, we did do this. Instead uh, of having a, a Chinese fact this, this week. Paramaribo. Paramaribo, yeah. So how much are flights to Paramaribo? Uh, I'll find out if you do the links for the next few games. Right, okay, that's fine. We'll look ahead to what's happening in the SPFL. Obviously, the final uh, just two... Before I, just before I do this, do you want to fly from Glasgow to Edinburgh? Uh, not first, mate. Just right, whatever's cheapest sure, I'm, I'm yeah, first, yeah. Right. Uh, Motherwell versus Kilmarnock on Tuesday night and Ross County versus Hamilton as we mentioned there Hamilton kind of need to win if it's uh, if they're looking to avoid the playoff spot at the bottom and uh, Motherwell a win for them it would pretty much see them safe One week or two weeks? Uh, ten days Ten days, uh, okay Two weeks I think we'll probably have to do two weeks just with the flights Right, okay I'll I find wait. two weeks just a wee bit long but never mind right. uh, Tuesday uh, we also have the playoff semi-final the first leg up at Tannadise Dundee United versus Falkirk Wednesday uh, I fancy Dundee United to win 17-0 Dundee versus Inverness <laughs> is on Wednesday night it's so funny to see this podcast your bias in the last few weeks has creeped out slowly yeah. and slowly and slowly yeah. it's, it's been a long season yeah. <laughs> that's what I would say I've got bloodshot eyes at this moment in time and just sort of a glazed Gary Locke look uh, Dundee versus Inverness on Wednesday that could confirm Inverness's relegation if Dundee uh, win obviously a point for Dundee will be an 
enough for them to save them from the relegation playoff as well. Rangers Aberdeen, that's a big one. Uh, Ibrox on Wednesday night. Obviously no effect in terms of where they'll finish in the league though. St Johnson versus Hearts as well. Uh, that is also on Wednesday. Thursday night we have Partick Thistle against Celtic. That is happening in the Premiership. What, what do you make of this, right, when they stagger games over a Tuesday, a Wednesday and a Thursday? Yeah, well I noticed this week they're doing it in the Premier League down south. So yeah. there was a game on Friday night. Yep. There There's was a game all, the, all there was, next week till Wednesday. Yeah. No, Thursday as well. There's a game on Thursday night. Is there? Yeah. There's, I think, Man United or something. They're playing or Tottenham or Leicester or something and on speak, Thursday night. Speaking of Man United, how do you enjoy the Celtic Vega games? Oh, yeah. I was at that. Yeah, I forgot to talk about that. Uh, yeah, it was decent. I mean, Man United are atrocious. Know, they really are. I know. Like, Fellaini was the best player. Good header. Yeah, it was. But even his general play. Like, I know he gets slagged to death, but he was their best player on the it? night. Pogba looked amazing for about 10, 15 minutes just before they scored, when they scored and just after, and then disappeared again. He looked he looked amazing, but then just there was just took the game by the scruff of the neck, completely dominated the midfield, and then just went missing. Mkhitaryan as well is incredible with the ball at his feet, but in so little flashes, it, it doesn't affect the game. Rooney just looks like a fucking potato. I... Think he is the biggest demise of any player I've seen in the last few years, with the exception of maybe Shevchenko. He's 31 years old. Bear in mind that Cristiano Ronaldo is 32 years old and still looks amazing. Yeah, Ronaldo just looks horrendous. He can't even pass now. Like it's oh, it's terrible. Lingard, I thought was honking. Hundred grand a week. Uh, oh gosh, uh, Rashford still has a lot to learn. Has got something. I like, like him. I do like him, but he's got a lot to learn. Like he, he's nowhere near. He, he shouldn't be playing at this point right. in time. I don't think. Um, in terms of defensively, uh, Darmian's not good enough. Uh, I like. I do like Valencia, but he's probably getting toward the end of his career. Uh, Blind isn't tall enough to play the centre half, and uh, they brought in Small and after Bay he got sent off. Bay's the best player. That's what I should have said. Good punch. Absolutely great punch, nailed him. <laughs> uh, and as soon as he did it, I was like, "What's he doing? Absolute yeah. fud! He's going to miss the final now." Um, so by what I felt, I felt bad for the Celtic Vigo fan who got sent off. The Celtic, uh, Celtic Vigo player, sorry, who got sent yeah, off. Yeah, no. Well, obviously, I was at the game, so yeah, I didn't no, really see much it. what happened. Yeah. What were their fans like? I couldn't see them because we were so high up. Really? Yeah, we couldn't even see. That's so. But they were making they were making a lot of noise, and actually, the atmosphere was a lot better than what I thought it would be. Because usually, you how see much it, was a ticket? Thirty-five. That's decent, isn't it? Not too a bad European for European semi-final. A European semi-final. And an English team where you can... I remember uh, Arsenal were playing Champions League qualify against Besiktas and I was down in London with my mate. Mm-hmm. We looked to get tickets. It was 70 quid for the cheapest ticket. I finished now nil as well. You're yeah. done their way, like... I remember... Uh, well, no, what I was going to say there was I was there with my mate, my flatmate, uh, one of my best mates for back back home and his dad. And he was like, this is my second European Cup semi-final. And I went, wow, that's amazing. What was the first one? He was like, Dunfermline versus Valencia in 1968. <laughs> Or 1969. You were so, born in the wrong year, weren't you, I know, mate? I know. So it was only what the, the 40 years apart for him yeah. as well. So and we talk about uh, Dunfermline being in a, a European semi-final uh, to finish our roundup for the games. Friday, Falkirk played Dundee United in a playoff to get into the Premiership. What do you think? Do you think Dundee United will peter out because six games in 21 days is a lot? Yes, as I think. I think possibly Dundee United might put out Falkirk. And then whoever Dundee United play in the playoffs, like the final, the Premiership team, I think they might run out of steam. I saw Alex Smith talking today, because he's obviously still involved at Falkirk, talking about how he thinks Falkirk's experience last time out losing to Kilmarnock will help them. Mm, I think what will help them, the fact is they've 
played two less games. Yeah. But I, I think Dundee United might have hit just a wee bit of form. And uh, that might make all the difference. And then we missed out a couple of uh, other playoff games, by the way, during the week. Breakin versus Aloha, first leg of that is on Wednesday. Same goes with Forther against Peterhead. And Why? as I, I mentioned there, uh, Partly Thistle versus Celtic uh, yeah. on Thursday night. Uh, Breakin Aloha is down for a 25-8 to eight kickoff, whereas all the other games are a quarter to eight. It's on BBC Alba. <sighs> I hate that Yeah there it is So 10 minutes earlier For Brecon Against Aloha If you're wanting to Watch that on Wednesday night uh, Elsewhere At the weekend uh, We have the final Bottom six fixtures On Saturday Hamilton versus Dundee Inverness versus Motherwell And Comarnock versus Ross County We're yet to know Whether they'll mean anything They might yeah. just all be Dead rubbers by that stage So we'll see what happens In the championship We have Aloha versus Brecon That's the playoff To get into the championship Of course uh, So that's a quarter past five On Saturday night That is on Alba That's the final Final leg of that, uh, so that's going to be a big one. League One playoff: Peterhead versus Forfar. That's a three o'clock kickoff, and uh, a two o'clock kickoff at Cowdenbeath versus East Kilbride. You know why that is? They don't have electricity, so they can't have floodlights. Uh, not too far away. It's because the stock cars are on at night, so they have to do it. Is that actually away. why? One hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, so. Jesus, <laughs> they deserve to go down for that. They do. I yeah. think uh, obviously we don't know what's going to happen results-wise on Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, with regards to the bottom six but right now for me the tie out of them that would be the most attractive as a football fan to go and watch Cowden Beath East Kilbride uh, yeah, I, I mean, think I th- there's so much to play for in that game 100% I think if Cowden Beath go, go down they, we probably won't see them again yeah. uh, that's that's probably the long and short of it which would be a shame because I do quite enjoy laughing at Cowden Beath and I, I genuinely do, don't want them to go bust yeah. um, but it's quite funny laughing at them getting relegated three times in a row uh, East Kilbride as well obviously got all that money last year from playing Celtic in the Scottish Cup that has obviously helped them this year and they managed to pip Easterland to the title in the Lowland League so that's why they're in this position as you say a lot to uh, a lot to sort of uh, gauge ahead of next Saturday it's going to be a big big game and uh, try and get along to one of those playoff games that you can I think a lot of my mates are going to try and go along to the Cowden Beath game next week and there was a few of the Wraith Rovers game yesterday obviously not on the Wraith Rovers end um, but it's always good this time of season I like the playoffs they're good I, I really enjoy it it's a, it's a great addition I think and the final league fixtures in the Premiership are next Sunday top six fixtures uh, Celtic versus Hearts uh, that's when they'll be getting the trophy there half past 12 kickoffs by the way Partick Thistle versus Aberdeen and St Johnston at home to Rangers and that is us it's quite disappointing those fixtures because the only thing the top six to play for now is um, Celtic's unbeaten record yeah and I think Celtic will go unbeaten no yeah. offence to you on Thursday night I think they'll beat Partick and I think they'll beat Hearts as we well we speak to us a couple of Celtic fans uh, and they were saying the most Partick Thistle thing they can think of is us to beat them <laughs> like, probably yeah we've done it uh, and it's been a good season all around We'll do a kind of proper review next time um, But more importantly Stephen How much do you think flights to Suriname are And how do you think we get there? Oh right, let me think and how Obviously, long? right, let me work this out So Suriname, we're, flat, we're having to go to Heathrow Right, I think that's almost a set I'm not going to tell you anything until you give me your information Okay, right, let me guess We'll go Heathrow Yep And then I think we'll probably have to go somewhere in South America So, oh, let's go Rio Okay and then another flight to wherever the fuck it is. And how much and how long do you think they'll be? I think that overall, the co- what's the final place called? Just uh, so I can write it down. Uh, Paramaribo. 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 Yep. So there we go. So Heathrow, Rio, Paramaribo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I You've think, done that deliberately. <laughs> I think that'll cost circa £1,800. Okay. And I think overall travel time... 
Oh, I, I guess we've, we're not factoring in Edinburgh as well or Glasgow. Uh, so let's go. Let's go Glasgow Heathrow. Yeah, we got Glasgow for the ones in front of me. Okay, right, that's fine. So Glasgow Heathrow Rio Paramaribo uh, will cost eighteen hundred pounds and will take thirty three hours. Okay, eighteen hundred pounds each or each. Okay, um, no. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd be I'd be fucking surprised if I got a dead on. <laughs> like uh, we can fly Glasgow Amsterdam Amsterdam Paramaribo. There's direct. Oh well, right enough. Yeah, it's a Dutch, Dutch colony. colony. Yeah, uh, nine hundred and fifty quid. That's no bad. Or we can go, um, and that takes thirteen hours. That's no time at all. No. Um, or we can fly from Edinburgh. We save twenty quid, but that gives us a day in Amsterdam on the way back. Right. Okay. And and, and that's just for July. So I think if we plan it out better, nine hundred and thirty quid. Then. Yeah, I don't know if um, how generous our listeners are, but if we did a crowdfunder, oh, mate, imagine that send us to Suriname for a week. Let's do that over yeah. the summer. We've got nothing else to punt on our Twitter at Scott Soccer <laughs> So uh, let's punt our uh, yeah a crowdfund. I, uh, I bet you Derek Reid gives money. Oh, he's got loads of money. He's a lovely check. man, isn't he? Like, uh, uh, yeah, I should probably tell everyone this. Got a really nice email from Derek Ray last. What was it? When did we do the podcast? Monday night. Yeah. So next, Tuesday morning, just out the blue, just saying. Stephen Ray, thanks so much for having us on. And uh, listen, uh, when I'm back in the states, give me a shout. We can come back on anytime. No bother, have a chat. Tell me what I'm up to and all the rest of it. I love. What him. a nice guy. I know. That's I what know. we just kept on saying over and over again last week. I know. I wish it was my uncle or something. We got so many tweets uh, saying how much they loved them and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and also congratulating for keeping our potty mouths in check. Yeah, <laughs> that, I know. That I know. was uh, Neil Henderson. Uh, lots of people getting in touch. So please do. It's always good to see that. And it kind of validates the fact that people actually listen to it. So Yeah. And uh, and by the way, see if you're uh, enjoying these podcasts as well. Please do share them. If you've got any mates who you think, oh, they'll really like these, tag them in it as well. We've only got one more to do this season uh, after this one. But uh, we're going to be back next season. It's going to be slightly different. We're going to try and do things. With our tops off. Uh, uh, with our tops off, yeah. So we'll give you more details on that next time uh, once we've actually thought of them and we've worked it out. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's uh, pretty much My favourite favorite tweet of the week was uh, so when we tweeted out about the game, about uh, the latest episode, uh, Ryan Eaton got in touch um, saying, looking forward to it. Hopefully, a lot of Angus loving. Uh, considering the facts uh, we are champions and yep. I replied with go fuck yourself yeah. <laughs> and um, he got back in touch and I went how do you think it's going to go and he said the sound of Fermlin lad will be complimentary with John Hartson slash Liam Boyce taking digs <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the joke's on yes. him because uh, autocorrected to John Harrison so get it up your right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well there we go uh, thank you very much for getting in touch uh, we do love your tweets at Scott Soccer FM and on Facebook as well uh, just search for Soccer FM in the search bar give us a like as well and as I said if you aren't enjoying the podcast please do share them and subscribe on iTunes and listen to us on SoundCloud as well yep and if you've ever been to Paramaribo and know a good place like an Airbnb or whatever get yeah. in touch uh, or if you want to come with us yeah exactly we could have like a big team out to Paramaribo Aye. For who, the uh, like if you could pick three guests that we've interviewed who would you take Derek Gray two others Derek Gray uh, Derek Gray and Derek Gray <laughs> no, no I'd pick Derek Gray I'd pick Kieran McInnesby like he'd be good on a night out because he's, he's a like oh he's he'll wild. be carnage yeah, yeah. exactly he'd, uh, he'd have other stories and uh, who else I'd take my best friend Stephen McGarry Stephen McGarry what I would say we can't play first flight from Australia no, though no, no but he's he could go the other way yeah he could he could just go from Australia like, across the Pacific Ocean ah good so knowledge so there you go yeah uh, so Stephen McGarry who would I pick uh, oh, who have I liked <laughs> <laughs> that's a different conversation isn't it <laughs> yeah who, who have I liked who's been good chat 
Um, Sean Evenee. Yeah, we need to take Sean Evenee. If he can blag a contract at Chelsea, we'd easily get contracts at uh, SK Robin Hood. Oh, Easy. He'll, he'll be flying the plane. He'll be flying the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Just get me out of first class, mate. That's what he'll be doing. Uh, what you got on the rest of the week? Anything exciting anyway? Uh, nah, gig at the stand tonight, gig at the stand on Wednesday, then off to Lanzarote on Saturday for a week. Lanzarote, uh, lovely stuff. Where about you going on Lanzarote? What resort? Don't know at all. Is uh, it Costa Tegese? I think it might be actually. That's <laughs> Is it Costa Tegese? Uh, flights for 60 quid. Oh, brilliant. That's why we're going. Yeah. Uh, what you got? Uh, nothing on this week, really. I'm going to slug in letters from a tea on Wednesday. They're doing a half price menu. <laughs> 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 I am. Uh, it's mummy. Uh, listen, it's. it's, it's oh, I it's, didn't know. Usually <laughs> you're like, oh, because <laughs> it's Sean Mendes. Oh, I'm interviewing Ed Sheeran. What are you doing this week? Slugging letters, mate. <laughs> Last time I was in a slug and lettuce, it was in London. London, I remember you telling me this. I was drinking Mojito Royales, and I was I can't remember the was rest that, of the night. Was it a Scotland-England game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the day after, uh, when we were sort of very hungover, and we thought, oh, we'll go out for a couple of drinks, and then got in about four o'clock in the morning. Why, why are they doing half price at a slug and lettuce? Oh, they're not. It's, they're launching a new menu, and my mate does some work for them or something, so he was like, I need to get, get you along. And I was like, right, okay. So I'm going to slug and lettuce <laughs> yes, and Wednesday night. And that is all you've got planned for this week? That is literally all Did anything planned. fun in the show? Uh, not sure actually um, Probably Don't know Don't know It's week to week You know I don't know You just turn up And say stuff don't you I just turn up And just try not to be Too offensive I'd take Davey Irons As well with us Davey Irons He's a very good shout Yes Yes that's if, you, if you've not listened to it uh, Check out the live episode When uh, Davey Irons As a professional comedian Makes me look shite Because <laughs> he, he is Absolutely on form that day That's not true That's not true I thought that you were just a wee bit below. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was honestly go back on SoundCloud and subscribe on iTunes as well. But that is us on Soccer FM. We are Ofsky. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, remember, you can catch us on at Scott Soccer FM on Twitter and on Facebook and on the forum on pineburville.com. Get in touch there for anything you have for us, including a where are they now? But for now, it's goodbye from me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. This has been Soccer FM. Good luck to all your teams across the week. And we will catch you in a couple of weeks' time on Soccer FM. Yeah.